Why don't you put your logs in the garage like civilized people toy? <laughs> um, I have. I don't. I don't know if that's true. I just that's what we do. No, we don't. I don't have because I need like we bought like three cord of wood. Like I don't have. I'm not putting that in the garage. <laughs> oh, we had five cord of wood two years ago. We put it in the garage and then like. Yeah, but where do you put like your cars? Oh, we don't put the cars in the garage. Exactly. <laughs> Welcome back to Pajiba, the Pajiba Television Podcast. I am Pajiba comedy editor Dan Hamamura. With me, as always, are Pajiba TV editor Tori Preston. Hello, Dan. Hello, Tori. And Ed Burns' BFF, Dustin Rolls. Hello, Dan. Hello. Uh, we didn't have an episode last week, and that was my fault um, because I had work obligations that we don't have to get into. But uh, <laughs> Yet. First time, not, or, or ever, really. Um, <laughs> but uh, first time in 75, we, we had done 75 up to that point, um, including the, uh, the mini episodes over the, over the holidays. So that's the first time in 75 weeks we did not have an episode. So, Dan, do you think this is going to be like you're going to manufacture an excuse every 75 weeks to be like, oh, I've got to work things, guys. <laughs> like, Sorry. Look, if 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 we only miss one every seventy five weeks, I will take it. Um, it was pretty, yeah, it was pretty impressive. I'm, I wonder if I'm, anyone noticed. I bet some people noticed. Several, we have several dedicated listeners. Um, you know, <laughs> they noticed so that they were thankful they didn't have to get through that one that week. If you're like a we, podcast listener on Spotify and you have like 10 podcasts, it feels good not to have one pop up sometimes. Mm-hmm. So we are doing yeah. them a favor. They're like, oh, good. I don't have to get through that one this week. I can right. yeah. listen to This American Life instead. Which, <laughs> Go focus on the other one. That's right. <laughs> right, because that's what, that's what they're skipping. Exactly. To us. You usually do, yes. <laughs> yeah, but the problem is we take a week off, and then we've got two weeks of television to talk about, not to mention food and chickens. That's, that's true. true. Mm-hmm. But we will uh, keep it nice and tight, I think. We've only got uh, five shows to talk about. Gonna, well, we, we already cut one, so yeah. you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, we'll just keep it moving right along. What's everyone drinking? Uh, Dustin, why don't you start? I am drinking uh, Allagash White again, but I'm drinking it in a wine glass because I did last time, and it tastes so much better in a wine glass. I don't know what it is, but wine glasses are really good for this particular beer. Is it because of all the wine residue? I, perhaps. <laughs> it's because I haven't cleaned wine. the wine glass <laughs> in six weeks. It, is it yeah. because you have the memory of the really mediocre wine that last occupied that wine glass Guys, from your boxed subscription? I emailed them this week. <laughs> you did? Yes. I could not tell them uh, to cancel because I don't, I don't know why I couldn't. <laughs> I'm like, can we just pause it for three months? <laughs> Oh, my God. You no, don't know why. <laughs> what is wrong with me? Wait, 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 wait. You, you took the time to uh-huh. actually contact them over email, and you didn't cancel. You asked for a pause. Like That's you, right. had, you, you did the thing. You were there. And then I, yeah, I asked to pause it. You whiffed it. How could you whiff it? There was no reason to. I know. But I didn't want to, like, if I'd, if I'd, you know, if they'd canceled it, 
if I tried to cancel it, then they might have tried to talk me into staying, and I didn't want to go through that, so... Oh, uh, that happened with my online exercise thing. I was like, I, I actually, I had the free trial and then the free trial ran out. So they, I got charged for a month. So I was like, okay, screw this. I'm going to go on and cancel. And they, they do the questionnaire. They're like, why are you canceling? And I said, I didn't use it enough. And they went, do you want an extra free month? And I was like, sure. So now I'm just going to forget when that extra free month runs out <laughs> mm-hmm. and I'll get charged again. And this is just going to happen. This is why you have to cancel things immediately. I am a strong <laughs> proponent of this. You you sign up for the thing you want and then you immediately cancel and then they're like oh what about like no no thank you <laughs> then you gotta wait out using this today I got Hulu live no no a week ago I ended YouTube TV and I was like I just want to try Hulu live and I got it for mm-hmm. a week and I hate it because <laughs> nothing works right and 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 like the CW shows are really hard to watch you got to go sit through all those stupid commercials. You can't, uh, it's, it's just a mess. And then I cancel it, and then you I have to wait like three weeks now for it to officially cancel, and then before I can switch back to YouTube TV. So I'm just like in this, in this um, purgatory, this streaming purgatory. That's you didn't do like a Hulu one week thing, or was no, I, I don't, I don't get that, didn't get that option because I'm a Hulu oh. person already. Oh, okay. And now I don't like it because because they have the live TV option, when you Google, like, where is something streaming, yes. Hulu always pops up. Because technically, if you're a premium, you know, if you've paid for live TV. But, yeah, but it always tricks me out. I'm like, oh, that show's on Hulu. And then I go to Hulu. Nope, I'm like, not, I don't nope. want live TV. Like, <laughs> but God even when you get it. live TV, it's not really on Hulu. It's just, like, on demand, which is, like, you yeah. can get it on anything. Well, like CW shows, that's literally like the CW app. Like you're getting the commercials, but you're not paying. It's just there. Right. right. <sighs> um, you know who's never disappointed? Spectrum. Home of Spectrum Originals. <laughs> like uh, they got some new stuff probably. I don't know. I, I haven't checked out in a while. But look, the point is they're there and I have a nice big brick of a box right in front of my TV. Oh, shit. And uh, yeah, I almost switched back to Spectrum originals? today. And they have, yeah. like, the Spectrum streaming now, which is mm-hmm. just like Hulu or YouTube, and it was, like, $45. And I'm like, okay, you know, it's not as good as those. But for $45, it's $20 cheaper. I'll do it. And then I signed up, and then, well, I was starting to sign up, and then it's, like, $45 plus $19 in uh, broadcast carriage fees. I'm like, fuck you. Oh, uh, so it works <laughs> out. What? So what would they have? Like, I don't understand. They're, they're streaming. It's not just Spectrum shows. It's other shows? Oh, Spectrum's just cable. Only it's right. just a streaming. They have so a, you'd be, oh, okay. So you'd be using them for, like, the live broadcast stuff. It just doesn't have the Hulu stuff. Right. And they don't have, you know, DVRs like Hulu or YouTube. So you'd have to watch everything on demand. And that's the, the one plus about YouTube is, like, it's unlimited DVR stuff. But if you're going to get it on demand, why do you need DVR? Because I don't want to see it on demand. I want to do it on the DVR because then you can fast forward through the commercials. You have to do that on demand. you got to watch all those fucking commercials. I just play, like, games on my cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I don't have time know. for that, man. <laughs> you watch everything on 1.5 anyway. <laughs> but when they go to the commercials, it goes to regular time. And it's like, <laughs> oh, my God. It's like blows. Oh, it's the most maddening, frustrating. Because you're, like, going through a show. And then you, like, get hung up at a commercial. And you're like, you know. You that would actually be a great thing if they, like, Uber if you eats. speed up. 
if you speed up the broadcast, they actually slow down even further. Like, if you watch it <laughs> 1.25 speed, the commercials play at 0.75 speed oh, to like that'd balance be great. out. That'd be great. Yeah. You know what else is great? Uh, Mark Strong as Dr. Daniel Milton on Temple, a what? Spectrum original. <laughs> 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 what is that show? <laughs> In this character-driven drama, a brilliant but haunted surgeon must sacrifice everything for the ones what? he loves by opening an underground clinic. Why is Mark Strong doing that? I don't know. It's, He's uh, Mark Strong. Yeah, because Spectrum, you know. There was like a period of three quality, years where he was the villain in every movie. Quality oh, entertainment on Spectrum, you know. <gasps> Didn't Spectrum have a Josh Hartnett show? Have we talked about uh, this? We probably have. They did. That was was that the um, uh, the the New Orleans one? Am I thinking of the right thing? I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> there was a Josh Hartnett show. That's it all that was, matters. No, it wasn't Manhunt. Uh, Paradise Lost, the Southern Gothic show, I believe. Oh. If this is right. <gasps> Wait, this just remind. I don't know why this reminded me. Yeah, this um, is the one. Things that we talked about previously. Um, did the Super Bowl happen? It did. It did. Who, won? Know who won? No. Who won? Oh, come on. I was coming to ask that. You didn't see, like, <laughs> Tom Brady smashed on, like, anywhere on the internet? Oh, no. I remember people being upset about him. Um, but I guess it's the he the team he plays for that won then? Yes, that's right. Okay. So he won the Super Bowl for the seventh time, which is more than any other team has won the Super Bowl in 50 years of Super Bowls. He's won uh, more as an individual than any team. And, like, you're like, this guy, of all the people in the fucking world, this guy. Yeah, but it's acting, that's not, he doesn't win, though. The team he's on wins. No, that's not how it looks like to the rest of the world. It's just him. But, like, like okay, so... If you were to just put him on a field, but take mm-hmm. all the other kicky boys away, <laughs> would he win? I, I, somehow, the way the refs work it, I don't know. He, he might. There's just something about the guy. He just He's wins. a leader. Born I, leader. I don't know, you know if it's leading. Inspires, uh, inspires everyone around does him. Does he? Okay. Yeah. It's like the, uh, you remember the old, uh, the old 80s, uh, the old SNL superfan sketches? It's like that. But instead of dit cuts, Tom Brady, you know. <laughs> well, you ta- oh, you yeah, saw him bears. trashed, didn't you, uh, Dan? Did I what now? You saw him trashed and, like, stumbling around? What did he do, drink uh, a kombucha? No, not really. Oh, you didn't see it? Oh, like, he had a Z. I saw the something. SNL sketch, but... And, oh. I mean, I know that he was, like, throwing the the uh, trophy and whatever. But, but then, like, people had to, like, hold him up, and he, like, had three Zimas or something, and he just couldn't... <laughs> He's it. celebrating. I understand, but also, like, outside of his, you know... When you see football players outside of their um, pads, they always still, like, look huge. But he looked like, you know, um, 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 what's his face from McLovin, basically. He was built like <laughs> McLovin. <laughs> because doesn't he, do, what does he do? He just throws, right? Yep. Yeah, he's the quarterback. He's right. also got some weird diet. The TV right, 12 Right, but, but it means, like, he, so he doesn't have to, like actually touch other players or like have to stand up to them. It's actually like, better if he doesn't. Yeah. Why don't mm-hmm. they just sack him? That's something that happens in, in football, true. right? That's true. Just tackle they... the shit out of him. He'd probably <laughs> snap like a twig. You would think. 
That was their goal, but they failed at that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guys, I feel like I should coach. I sh- I would out Taylor Taylor. I'd be great. I would not. I would motivate them, but through you know, Tori, negative reinforcement. Tori, there is a, a new uh, second tier football league where uh, people can vote on what play is going to be called. So you could live out your what? dream uh, this week. Yeah, I forget what it's called, but Johnny Manziel's playing in it. Um, what? Does that mean I'd have to learn the calls? No, you just have to log into this thing. Um, and you call fan the play? controlled football. Fan controlled football. Fans vote on uh, plays. On the plays. Oh man! I would. Oh, but you can't do the Ted Lasso because that all that was when soccer players pretend they're football players. Right. Would you do a reverse Ted Lasso where it's football players pretending they're soccer players? Sure. <laughs> I can't believe. Johnny, I don't know. There's Johnny only so many plays you can choose from. It's like a it's like a Nintendo game. Um, <laughs> anyway, Tori, what are you drinking? FC Phoebe, FC F Zappers of the Fan Controlled Football League. Yep. What? <laughs> what? You guys, it's like fantasy that guy won the Heisman kind of. Trophy, and he's playing for the Fantasy Controlled Football League. Well, how old is he? 28. Oh. <laughs> he got uh, bounced out real quick because he was like a shithead. Oh. I'm drinking beer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a big can. Bring it. Right. Bring it beer. How about what, you, Dan? Uh, what kind of beer? Uh, it's Green State Lager, my usual. Oh, okay. Uh, I, too, am having a usual. I'm... Uh, I'm so so I have a little bit of Writer's Tears whiskey left, and it's, like, it's in that spot where it's, like, it's probably, like, if I if I only drink a, a normal amount, then, like, there's n- almost nothing left, so it's, like, I should finish it. But if I do finish it, that's a problem. So we'll see what happens, but... <laughs> oh, man. Now I'm just uh, feeling inspired to go do that. <laughs> uh... This week, so so again, we were off last week uh, because of reasons, but uh, we're back. We have two weeks of TV to talk about, but we'll talk about this week mostly. Um, starting with uh, a little trip to everyone's favorite small town with murder and cults, and <laughs> maple uh, syrup now and maple syrup, and uh, now they're all older because they've done a flash forward. On uh, not, not the show forward. Flash Forward, but on jump. Riverdale. Wait, what? It's a time jump. Yeah, it's a, flash a flash forward. forward. Well, I, no, a flash forward. You still go back. It implies that you still go back to the present. They're they're in the future forever. You, they, you don't know that. No, no, no. There's a difference between a flash <laughs> forward and a fast forward. Mm-hmm. One I of them know. is not allowed on on demand. When you're watching uh, yes. Spectrum Originals. Yes, damn it. <laughs> uh, it's time for Dustin's Riverdale recap. Dustin, right. take it away. Uh, it was a surprisingly dull episode for, uh, uh, for an episode that jumps seven years into the future. Uh, Archie's a war hero. Veronica's married. Jughead's a writer. Betty is an FBI trainee. Tony is a guidance counselor. Riverdale is toast. And they're regrouping to bring it back to life. And what that's do you mean, toast? It. Yeah. I did it blow up. It's just kind of like run down and like Hiram Lodge is like it ran it into the ground. Un, for uh, you know unspecified 
running it into the ground. Reasons, huh? Yeah. In seven years. Uh-huh. But how much did Riverdale actually have going for it in the first place? I mean, I mean there was a lot of murder. and Yeah. yeah it didn't I feel seem like it was like it run was down a... anyway. Yeah. But, like, the, the, the gang members from the old Riverdale are now, like, bus, bus drivers or something. Is, are they saying that's the problem with the town? Because it seems like they got became productive members of society. I don't know. <laughs> they don't show, they don't really say what's wrong with it. Uh, but you, like, look at it and it looks sort of uh, post-apocalyptic. <laughs> but are they saying it's because of the buses? I don't know. They don't really say what's going on. Just that, you know, maybe drugs have taken over. I don't have, I have no idea. So something is wrong with Riverdale. Is it the gargoyles? What were the, there were like the Dungeons and Dragons cult, right? Oh yeah, but that was a totally different thing. That's over. No, I think, I don't, it feels like it, it, it might turn into something approximating a procedural. Because Betty's an FBI agent, Archie and Tony are like, Partners now and Who's like Tony. Uh, she was Cheryl Blossom's girlfriend. She's a girl. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, where's Cheryl? Uh, she refuses. She she's like holed up in the in her mansion now, and she's become a painter. And she doesn't want to get back with Tony because of the Blossom curse. Wait, she excuse wanna... me. Um, how is her maple syrup empire? Because she was her whole <laughs> her whole family was killed, so she could run that thing. And she's painting. Has she delegated? Uh, yeah. I mean, like, what is happening? Who is tapping the trees? She. I don't. She's just like a recluse now. For the well, moment, she was clearly not cut out for the the high tense. Maple sugaring business. <laughs> I'm really upset with her. I well, was willing to give her the benefit of the doubt. The old Riverdale is like Archie suffered from main character syndrome, and then Tony was like the best character, but she was like a, a very tertiary character. So it seems like they're trying to fix that. Make Archie interesting by giving him pairing, a sidekick who's the better character. Pairing him with Tony, yeah. And then, like, they become, like, the driving force of the show, and Betty is the FBI agent, and there'll probably be some murderers to catch. And then, like, Jughead will write about it, and then Veronica will do whatever she does. Be married about it. What? Who is she married to? Uh, some rando. We don't know. Is she still in Riverdale? Or did she No, leave? No, no. They'd all, they all they'd left. all left. And then they all came back, uh... Because Archie called them back. So here's the. So thing. it's like there's a flash forward, and then it's a time jump. And then and then and then Archie, <laughs> aka Jack, says we have to go back. Yeah, we have to go back. <laughs> so Sorry, Tori. Please, yeah. you had an actual point to make. Oh, oh, no. So, I feel like FBI agents can't just choose their next case on their own. Mm-hmm. Like how well, does, no, how no, does no, Betty no, just no. kind of go like? She didn't choose a case. She just got called back while so, she was working. So she's not there in an official capacity. No, not yet. I'm sure they'll figure that out. But, yeah, because, like, her bosses are either going to give her a case or wonder why she's not showing up at the office. Right. And she's sleeping she, with her partner. Is he is like also there? or did? No, he didn't come. No. I don't think she's going to last in the FBI. For I don't know. <laughs> I'll keep you posted, though. <laughs> yeah, you well, will. 
That's, Seven uh, words or less. A lot of <laughs> lot, n- never a dull moment in Riverdale. Well, and, uh, this is a pretty n- dull ne- episode, but okay. It sounded real exciting the way you described <laughs> it, <laughs> or at least I told you everything that I told you was contained in the twenty-five second uh, trailer for the episode. I'm just, I'm really imagining a version of this show that's just maple syrup succession. (laughs) That would be great. I would watch that show. Right? Me too. I'd watch this one too, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, your word doesn't mean much. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for the recap. Thank you, Dustin. Um, Anytime. Speaking of shows that are like succession, but (laughs) not... Wait, I don't know where you're going there. Uh, New York City, uh, family business, prodigal son. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> not there at all um, So I'm not going to get into a whole lot of depth because it doesn't matter. The show is just like banana pants. Right. Uh, I did want to mention my favorite moment that I've seen in a television show in, I don't know, like probably at least two weeks. Um, I think it, it was not this past week's episode, the previous one, the episode opens to a montage of Michael Sheen's character, uh, uh, who's named Martin Whitley, the surgeon, the serial killer. Uh, And he is getting dressed in his uh, weird library-ish cell at the insane asylum. And as he's slipping into his, you know, inmate Crocs, uh, the whole sequence, uh, they've for some reason licensed Destiny's Child I'm a survivor. So it's like, I'm a survivor. I'm not going to give up. It's like that pop song. And it's just <laughs> Mike Sheen putting on his clothes. And honestly, guys, I like, if you're going to spend network money, like that's how to do it. Let's do that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, after you see like, like there are other shows that use pop songs in like clever and, and interesting ways. You know, you've got like Westworld with its player piano and all this stuff. And, and like, but I just, I, I forgot how much I missed a show just like blowing a wad of cash for absolutely no reason. <laughs> right. Like it didn't need that song. That song didn't actually contribute really. It was just fun and, and I want more of it. And so I, I hope if anyone from Prodigal Son is listening, um, I'm a big <laughs> Destiny's Child fan and also also a big Martin Sheen putting on clothes fan. Michael Sheen, sorry. Michael Sheen. <laughs> Getting I, his I'm... character's <laughs> name mixed up. It's a very different show with Martin Sheen. With Martin Sheen. Well, they shouldn't have named his character Martin. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, now, did the episode, so I haven't seen this episode, but did, did it look like uh, the episode was uh, had to cut corners somewhere else to pay for the song? <gasps> No, but, you know, if anything, what I was wondering is if actually they shot the whole episode and realized they had, like, 30 to 60 seconds under. And they were like, we got to fill it. So they just took some B-roll of him, like, literally putting on his shoes and, like, got a pop song for it. Um, I don't think... They've been spending money in just weird ways. Like, the most recent episode... There's this slow motion explosion that is so artfully shot and so incongruous. <laughs> like it doesn't like it, it's like at one moment there's this old woman standing in front of a window and she's she's it's an old she's like an etiquette teacher. Um, she would like train debutantes. Right. Because everything on the show was about rich people crimes. Um, right. So it, her old manner has like those old ga- gas lamps. 
that apparently they never converted to electric. So it's like they had electric lighting, but then also still old lamps that still have gas running to them. So she decides that like the jig is up and, and her secrets have been uncovered that she like secretly got pregnant or whatever. So she goes around the house turning all of the gas lamps that don't light up, just release gas. And then she decides to blow up the house. So it's like, you know, uh, it's her son and or the, the main character and his sister who'd been there, they like go running out of the house before it explodes. And then they turn and look in the window and she's standing there and she very dramatically like lights the match and it doesn't explode when it hits the air. She's able to drop it. And then the camera, and then it cuts to a different shot and it's, and it's like, she's no longer in front of the window. She's suddenly in the middle of the room, which makes no sense, but the, the, match hits the ground and everything in like the fire spreads out along the floor and then comes up behind her and so it's like her face just framed in flames mm-hmm. and it's just this amazing shot and then it cuts back out to to the them like on the yard being like wow <laughs> that place blew up it just <laughs> like they well, took it didn't have to be like that who is the the mom ex-wife in that show? I forget. Uh, Bellamy Young plays her. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you know, I, this is not designed to be a segue, Dan, but it does. Prodigal Son, which I did enjoy while I watched it, still feels like one of those shows where really good people go and then you forget that they exist for a few years. Like, I love yeah. Tom Payne. Yeah. But, like, he's, 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 and Michael Sheen, too. They're great, but they're sort of, like, does anyone there. know the show is on? <laughs> like, right. Like, this they're is like, where's they're Tom Payne? And nobody has any idea. No. They just right. think he's not working anymore. And Bellamy Young which is wonderful is, in the show. Right. But, but which is what happens with CBS shows. Those people go there and then they, 10 years later, they come out and you're like, oh, oh, that's where they were. Is the Tom Selleck show still happening? Yep. yep yes. Yep. That's still Blue on the air. Still on the air. What about the, is it... Seal team, the David Boreanaz one is that one still on? Uh-huh. Yep, and that's CBS. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. How do they have room for new shows since they don't cancel their old ones? They cancel stuff eventually. Yeah. Um, Occasionally. Uh, I think they ended last year. Um, what else? One of those <laughs> CSIs. Wait, the CSIs aren't around anymore, are they? Well, no, they're still. Uh, Oh, you no, the CSIs aren't around, but they are rebooting the original. Oh. Like they're they're going to do a new CSI back in Vegas. Um so Is it yeah. a re uh, are they like relaunching it like they'll maybe keep one character and then hire new characters the, or are they the like The story that I the story that I read uh said that they're it's going to be a new main cast, but they're also getting William Peterson and Georgia Fox from the original. So Ah. It'll be Wonder so. It will be like, like in the same continuity. Show? I have no idea. Hmm. Maybe I don't know. they um, need to reboot the one with uh, Caruso. Miami. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not just just because I feel like he probably needs something. Like, has anyone heard from him recently? Is he okay? I don't know. I don't I, think I, he was okay back then, but. <laughs> right. <laughs> I listen to a lot of interview podcasts and every once in a while someone will have like a like a random crazy Caruso story. He was like a fucking weirdo. Of course he was. <laughs> it's like a, just completely insane. 
I wonder if the also, sunglasses thing was him. Like, he's like, no, I must always put on and take off my sunglasses. <laughs> also, like, I think Criminal Minds, I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, had swallowed up um, Mandy Patinkin for uh, several years. It swallowed up Ted Danson for several years. Well, he was he was there for yeah. about three years, and then he left when he left to go do Homeland. Wasn't it Anthony um, LaPlaglia, or however you pronounce his name? Joe Mantegna. Joe Mantegna, that's it. Yep. And then Patrick uh, Ted Brewster. Danson, yeah, he's been there forever. Ted Danson was on um, CSI. CSI, oh, sorry, yeah. And then they had uh, President Roslin, or was that the spinoff? Uh, oh, no, she, she was in was, Major Crimes. She was in Major Crimes, which was a spinoff of The Closer. Of The Closer, right. Yeah. Um. <laughs> anyway, Weird, man. This is fine. I feel like this was supposed to be a segue to the CBS it shows, Dustin. It wasn't but. supposed to be, but that's what I thought of. And then you can take it there if you want to. You should take ben. it there. We're, we're, Why we're not? There. Let's do that. Um, all right. So uh, so CBS has started launching their new dramas. Um, after the Super Bowl, uh, The Equalizer premiered. So now The Equalizer has had two episodes out uh, starring Queen Latifah. And uh, Clarice, which is a sequel... To Silence of the Lambs, um, so it's a yeah. So it's set in like ninety four or whenever. When did the movie take place? Anyway, yeah, the movie took place in like ninety three or I think. So it's it's a year after the movie. Um, it was before cell phones, and that's really all that matters. Yeah, um, and uh, watching these two shows made me wonder: um, <laughs> w- w- Am I? Am I now, is CBS better or am I now becoming a CBS viewer? Because (laughs) you've aged um, into the demographic. Have I aged into it? Because I I, I watch both these shows like, oh, okay. I mean, I don't hate these. What are your thoughts on Tom Selleck, Dan? (laughs) Uh, I loved him as Magnum uh, and uh, have never seen Blue Bloods, so. Well, I think that's really the litmus test. Donnie Wahlberg's on that show, so, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. a, I'm a fan. I don't watch a whole lot of CBS procedurals, but from what I have seen, the Equalizer and, and Clarice, minus, like, the flashbacks, both feel like they just took scripts from other CBS procedurals and used, reused them. Well, there was something interesting about Clarice, and Equalizer, Dustin's already written about on pajaba.com, a pretty good website that you should check out. Um, <laughs> we're not actually going to talk about that one, although, it, again, it's fine. It's, you know, it's a, it's a CBS it procedural. Fine. But the um, the thing about Clarice that was surprising to me was that it's, um, so they have the these, it's, it's set up, it's a year after uh, after the events of, the, of Silence of the Lambs. Um, she's dealing with, like, PTSD and, like, struggling with, you know, everything that happened, which makes sense. Um, so there's like a, there's a narrative through line that's dealing with that, but then she gets pulled into this case in the pilot. Um, but she's brought in as like the behavioral psychologist, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the case that she solves is like a standard procedural. It was a really like bad in, in case. Fa- in fact, in fact, it makes like a, they make a big deal out of the fact that like, this is not a serial killer. This is, which is what they want her to say, right? But like that—that—that that, that she's like, oh no, this is this is someone else, like like someone who had a master plan, and like so, she and that's she, how like you her, watch her, the show. Her, her super skill was not in play for the well, it, pilot. It was 
I think that no, I actually I like the way they used it because it was in that all of her instincts were saying, like none of like her behavioral psychology was saying like you know this whoever did this is not a psychopath. Okay, right, that's fair. And so but, it was it was like the opposite. So she kept noticing right. the absence of the the indicators, and no one would right. listen to her. And then the result was, yeah, all of it was a conspiracy to cover up whistleblowers. Right. But then, but then files. at that point, once once she had established that like her thought process, the rest of it becomes like kind of traditional police work. Yeah. And her, well, like, yeah, it felt like 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 a um, um, random. Like, when they make the Aaron Brockovich procedural, that's what this felt like with the flashbacks. Oh, yeah, there's an Aaron Brockovich procedural. Um, but it was moody. Yeah, yeah, and I will continue watching it because and I And they had, watch uh, what's his name from Walking Dead? Cudlets. That's who I will support and yeah. always. Cal Penn. And Cal Penn. Um, yeah. I, and this is, is a CBS s- All Access. This is not CBS Network. Right. No, this right. is Network. I don't think it aired. I thought it was all access. That aired on Thursday. Yeah, it aired on Thursday. Oh, so it's actually okay. Oh, it's a Kurtzman show. That's what it is. Goddamn yeah. Kurtzman. <laughs> I like the flashbacks. I mean, part of it's just that it is moody, but I like how it's it's not trying. It's 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 so closely tied to Silence of the Lambs. Right. Although I did hear, uh, I, I haven't looked this up, so I don't know if this is. Accurate, but I feel like I read somewhere that the rights to the Hannibal Lecter character are like locked away in a different uh, agreement. Oh, so I think they can't ever say his name. Like it's like an X Men Marvel kind right. of th- deal where like they can never say like they can refer to it, but they can't ever say his Hannibal name, Lecter. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Well, but that's I, fine because they just focus on Buffalo Bill. Right. I feel like I, it felt very strongly that uh, Hannibal would be somebody who would come in, like, in the premiere of the second season. I don't that, think they can do it. No. What, like, maybe, what network maybe aired Hannibal? Uh, NBC. So that's probably why. They still have... I wonder if the, yeah, like, the TV rights to that character are still tied up there. Yeah. Oh, here we go. All right. I'm, I'm just... Doing all my research right now. Uh, so this is from The Wrap. Uh, rights issues, uh, blah, blah, blah. They're not allowed to mention Hannibal Lecter. The rights are split between different companies. Um, huh. Okay, so, so yeah. So the, so the weird thing is that the Clarice has the rights to characters introduced in Silence of the Lambs. But because Lecter was introduced in a different book, right. they don't have the rights to him. So... So they have Clarice Starling because she's Silence of the Lambs, but not Hannibal Lecter because he's... That makes sense. That's that's pretty normal. Yeah. Was there Uh, Once Disney buys all of them, then they can do whatever. Yeah, and then Disney... Yeah, they can do... They can can all of a sudden, like, in the next season, like, Evan Peters will show up. And they'll be like, oh, my God, it's Quicksilver. It's X-Men. Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, So... Was there, and this is, I should have done some research before the podcast, uh, is Clarice, like, an, a, a completely original concept, or did was there a book that followed her character? Because I know, like, uh, the author had written, like, a bunch of different books around, I thought it was around Hannibal Lecter and uh, the other guy. Right. I um, don't believe this is based on a book. Yeah. I think this is new territory. Um, because there was a, there was another movie 
with the character and Red and Dragon, was, right? No, not Red Dragon. No, no. Um, oh wait, uh, with Clarice? With Clarice, but it was oh. a pre. No, it wasn't a prequel. No, because it was shit, the one where it was Julianne Moore, of... right? Yes. Oh. And she ate like a brain. I don't remember. Somebody ate a brain. No, no, no. The, the eating a brain was in. Wasn't that in Silence of the Lambs? No. Then the second one. Anyway, those are all movies, and this is not a movie podcast. But <laughs> anyway. Um, um, anyway. I I I'm enjoying this so far. Because mm-hmm. um, part of it is like they they do they tie so much to Silence of the Lambs in that like. Uh, the the girl that Clarice saves, who is in the pit, right, is out there, and she's adopted Precious the dog, and is yeah. like just bonkers, um, and is like calling Clarice and like just having a breakdown, and and Clarice is trying to kind of process her own trauma, and I I think part of what I it, it's it's a little heavy. I mean, it's very heavy handed in the first episode, and I'm wondering if they'll tone it down. But there's very much this kind of um, Clarice is the outsider because she was a woman who was really successful, but deemed on like it was a fluke. Like she's not actually, you know, professional right. or talented enough. And so it's like there's a lot of butting of heads. But it's 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 either she's so damaged from from the events that no one trusts her, or they don't, or they don't trust her beyond that. And it doesn't matter that she might be dealing with PTSD. So it's like. I just, they're putting her character in this position where she's, she can't win and like just everyone is constantly beating down on her and that's very exhausting. But on the other hand, you know, I think it could lead to something kind of interesting in the way that she's handling her trauma, which Mm -hmm. is, you know, repressing it and (laughs) just trying to do her job. Like she just wants to be left alone and she's also being, uh, the new, um, what was it? She became the, was it attorney general or? The mother. Um, oh yeah, the the mother of uh, of that woman is now the uh, yeah the attorney general. The attorney general. So she's the one that like drags um, drags Clarice onto this case because she thinks it's going to be a serial killer case, and she right. wants the essentially wants the publicity. Right. And so having the the you know FBI agent who caught Buffalo Bill will be like really good. So it's like everyone is you know so she's using her celebrity. All the other agents are resentful of that celebrity. You know she just Clarice just wants to be left alone to like lick her wounds and and right. do office do paperwork in an office and not be on scene. Um, and it's just, it's just I thought it was kind of interesting the way that like her the whole episode really underscored her nobody nobody the way that somebody goes through that kind of trauma and everyone else has these expectations on them mm-hmm. and like just they it, none of it has to do with what she actually needs even even the girl who calls and just like wants to talk to Clarice and it's like you're the we're the only two who know who you know we're the same. We can, we're the only two who can understand each other because they were there with Buffalo Bill. And it's like Clarice wanting to avoid that right. as well. It's like the way that she is processing what she's been through is not the same way that the girl is and what they need is different. And, you know, I, I kind of, I don't know. I'm, I'm curious if it's going to, if it's all going to lead somewhere, if it's just going to be all the other characters constantly 
abusing her because that'll be really upsetting. Right. Because <laughs> I was getting very frustrated during the episode, but I also thought, like, you know, it worked in that episode because it leads to her kind of standing up at the end and, and not doing the party line of, of agreeing that it was a serial killer. She announces to the press that, like, it was about whistleblowers and it wasn't a serial killer. Um, so she kind of, like, you know, she asserts herself. Right. It isn't, it isn't my understanding that CBS procedurals just do the same episode over and over with different sort of fact patterns. But they're going so to they're gonna have to follow this case, though, right? Like, they, they can't do a weekly, a new case every week. Right? I think they, I, I, does CBS have any serialized procedurals? Um, the, the one that comes to mind, and I mean, it's not on the air anymore, but is, uh, uh, person of interest became very serialized. Oh, that's right. They, um, they do yeah. like in like later seasons, at least. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it does feel like they have to at least, if it even if it's not every week, th- this case will be probably you know pr- it'll probably hang over the first season at least. Yeah, because she kind of makes that whole point about like I'm not leaving until I close the book on this. Like she's right. in it for this case. After that, she wants to go back to the office. So right. I think they got to drag this one out for a bit. I don't know. I mean, what was the reception? I mean, like, do you think this one's going to go anywhere? Yeah, I think for CBS, I'm sure. It can. I don't know what the ratings were, but critics were pretty middling on it, but that doesn't re- really mean anything. Yeah. I mean, it definitely seemed to have the production value. and the... It was dark, though. It is kind of surprising that this was CBS, to me at least. Mm-hmm. Although I guess they had, they had CSI. Ratings were decent. Hmm. But... Four million, which just doesn't mean anything anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dan, are you going to check out other CBS shows? Are you going to like? Are you going to explore a CBS new guy? identity? Um, I uh, well, I, I did try to watch Be Positive when it started. Oh man, that was so bad. Uh, <laughs> I I no longer watch that, and um, the Unicorn's great though. I'm still watching that. Oh, the Unicorn! I'm I am enjoying the Unicorn still. Um, Wasn't. Was Evil CBS? Yes. CBS All Access. Oh, wait, no, it was CBS? No, it, it was CBS, yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, and then that's they, weird. Um, yeah, I'll watch Evil. I actually got to catch up, because I don't think I it's finished really the first season. But you also love Man with a Plan, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, have I seen that? I haven't. I've never seen it. Is that still on? Uh, it is ended it? in June. I'm, I'm oh, seeing okay. now. What channel is Manifest on? Is that NBC? It is. It's coming That's back NBC. on April 1st. <laughs> ironic. Very exciting. <laughs> April I bet Fool's you can't Day. wait. <laughs> uh, it'll be a um, fake out episode. And, um, yeah, I feel like, wait, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is NBC, right? Uh, yep. Now it is, yeah. And, and, and the... They, they're ending it, and the, part of the reason they said we have our mid-season schedule set, and we couldn't find a place for Brooklyn Nine-Nine, so we're just going to bump it to the fall and then air the last ten episodes. And then I thought, oh my god, they really bumped Brooklyn Nine-Nine for Manifest. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> god damn, <laughs> you've got you they know knew you, gotta, you were waiting. <laughs> yeah, you can't leave people on the hook for that thing with the ice fishing house and the 
yeah. whatever else happened. You know, it's it's already been like a year. So I know I I'm gonna have to like rewatch the whole series <laughs> to figure out because I don't remember what's going the on. People are dying because they should have <laughs> died, but they didn't die. But now they are dying. Right? I I don't. There was a ship in like the 15th century. <laughs> oh, that's right. And a plane. And there some hockey equipment. Yes. Yes. That's that's all I remember. You're gonna. Oh well, you you have time to to refresh yourself. Yeah. It comes yeah, back yeah, yeah. April first. I'll, I'll read my old recaps. I'm sure that once you do, it will all make sense. <laughs> um, uh, Dustin wanted to talk about Your Honor, which is the show I have not seen. Okay. Uh, Briefly. Yes. Don't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> and that was your honor. Thank you, Dustin. Um, no, what, what? Why? It's a Brian Cranston series, and you were like, "Oh my God, Brian Cranston!" And the pilot is amazing. It's like and this really is on good. sorry, this is on Showtime. Showtime. It's a riveting, okay. uh, uh, riveting pilot um, <gasps> about a judge whose son accidentally kills the son of a mob boss. Yeah, you told us about this. Yeah. Oh, that's like right. Really good. And, and then the judge has to, like, um, cover up the murder to save, to protect his son from the mob boss. And uh, it goes on for 10 episodes. Um, and uh, spoiler alert, and yes. I mean it. So mark, mark this, Dan, take the time, whatever. <laughs> okay. Spoiler alert. He protects him by basically fucking with the entire judicial system and uh, paying off people and whatever for 10 episodes. And in the last uh, two minutes, his son is killed. Is there going to be a season two or is that just... No, no, no. That's it, man. The son is dead. The, the mob so, gets him? Uh, actually, no. Um, the brother of the person that... The judge inadvertently framed oh. for the murder uh, comes in to kill someone else and misses and hits the son, uh, like with a bullet in the neck. So the son ends up dying in very much the same way as the other, the mob boss's son in the first episode, like suffocating on his own blood. And oh, then so Brian Cranston is like, oh, oh, no, no. And then the credits roll. And you're like, what the fuck? I just said, God damn it. So the message is um, our judicial system doesn't matter because karma is a bitch? That is about right. Yep, yep. Okay. Yeah, that seems legit. Very frustrating show. Like, the first episode was so good, and it got pretty tedious the longer it went on, and then I stuck with it just because it was like, I just got to see what happens, and then... And then hobby. you saw what he's happens. Like, yeah, he's like, "Oh fuck you, <laughs> god damn it!" So I don't want anyone to put themselves through that misery. Got I feel it. like we need to just actually pivot the podcast into us spoiling shows so that nobody <laughs> has to watch them. Because this was really, this was probably single-handedly the most useful 
two minutes of, of podcast that we've done <laughs> in 76 episodes. That's true. So, so maybe the show becomes just like, here's what you should, like, here's what you shouldn't watch. Yeah. Don't watch this. We'll just tell you. It, it, it'll be why. spark notes. Yeah. It'll be spark notes for television. <laughs> um, that's well, well, not a bad workshop, idea. We can workshop it. Except that that means we would all have to watch, or Dustin would have to watch all of those. I mean, apparently, <laughs> apparently, we're watching them anyway, or Dustin. That's true. Is, so that's fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, maybe, who knows where we take this podcast. So you can go anywhere. Season two, <laughs> after last week's hiatus, clearly we're in a new, new world. Every um, 75 episodes, new season. Is that what yep. we're calling it, season two now? Sure. Uh, but and just uh, like Friday Night Lights, it'll be the best season. There'll be a murder. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be murder and shark DNA and uh, and other weird stuff. But uh, no one will know what happened to the watch. Right. Oh man, um, I'm still upset about that. <laughs> uh, but this show is one that we would probably all. Uh, 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 recommend. That's the word I'm looking for. Recommend. Um, I know how to do transitions. WandaVision. It's WandaVision time. There's the last show of the night, and then everyone can go to sleep. Well, not me, because it's the West Coast, but for you guys. Um, so we did not get to speak about, again, because uh, reasons, um, we didn't get to speak about uh, two weeks ago when... Uh, Evan Peters showed up. When Evan Peters shows up. Uh, but we did get to see now a whole episode with him so um and 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 there was something interesting in the discourse going on tori that that you mentioned and wanted to talk about so man (laughs) twitter is just (laughs) stupid uh no so part of what's been interesting about wandavision is the articles that people write about wandavision and then Mm -hmm. everyone reading those articles and getting their panties in a twist about them and Mm -hmm. then that spiraling out of control so The discussion, so it used to be you would worry about going on Twitter um, because you might get WandaVision spoilers, which is still an issue like Friday morning. Mm -hmm. Uh, But now it's you go on and it's just everyone yelling into the void about other people who have yelled into the void. (laughs) Why are they? Every single one of them are certain. They're absolutely certain that they're right. It's just so stupid. (laughs) But I think what's interesting is that you know, obviously, you know, people write recaps of television shows. We write recaps of television shows. We mm-hmm. all are a part of this ecosystem. Uh, we now have a podcast where we talk about and recap television shows. <laughs> uh, so we are definitely um, a, a part of the discourse. But I think what is... But we so- allow ourselves some room to be wrong. I'm never wrong, but yes. Uh, no, I, what I think is interesting about <laughs> WandaVision, though, is that it, it's it's occupying this very specific space where so, so some of the the not great takes that happened uh, this week in particular were that it uh, is uh, inconveniently episodic <laughs> it needs to <laughs> and needs to hurry up um, and and that it also uh, is nearing the end of its its nine episodes you know I think it was episode six that just ran so you know they've only got a couple episodes to wrap it up and they really need to reveal who the bad guy is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so those were two of the, the takes that had uh, most people on Twitter yelling. Um, and I just think it's so interesting because you wouldn't, you wouldn't tell Lost that, like, 
you know, <laughs> I, they, they ran for seasons without getting to the point. Like, you know, there are right. lots of shows that don't do that. And also the fact that of all the shows to complain about not being, you know, able to binge or that it's, it's, you know, the fact that it's episodic is a problem. It's, we're talking about a nine episode half hour show. You're, you're dealing with four and a half hours of runtime total. Right. Like, the Snyder Cut is almost four and a half hours for a movie you've already seen. I, so, oh, God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So I'm just, it's to me, like, that on its own is fascinating. But I, I, I think part of it is that because it's WandaVision and because, uh, and it's something that... Um, Andrew for Pajiba actually wrote a whole article weeks ago, which was prescient, but it, it, it was about um, how Marvel has trained us uh, to wait for the kind of explanation, the exposition, like the, the reveal, like they just, there's no subtlety to it. Um, right. And so that's part of it. Like after all of these Marvel movies where we're always waiting to see how they're interconnected or, you know, what the next cameo is going to be, what the what the after credit sequence is going to be. There's always something driving us forward and we're not right. It's harder to be in the moment and we're spoon fed everything. And mm-hmm. it's not a problem, but that's what we have come to expect from Marvel. And for better or for worse, this is the first real, real MCU show. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the Netflix ones were kind of doing their own thing. Um, and it doesn't matter because you could binge them. They took right. much longer, but you didn't have to wait 13 weeks to watch them. You could watch them in a weekend. Right. Um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was supposed to be MCU, but it was really only tangential. And whatever happened on it was inconsequential. And eventually you realized it while it was fun for its own thing, it wasn't a part of the it was drawing from the greater tapestry without contributing to it. Mm-hmm. So it kind of, you can kind of ignore it. Like WandaVision is the first show that is boxed into the MCU. Like we know where the characters came from or, you know, Wanda and Vision at least, you know, we kind of, we, we have seen them formed in other movies and right. we know that whatever happens where they go from here will be in other movies. Right. So there is a limit to what WandaVision can accomplish. But given that, it is truly being a television show <laughs> that is concerned with its own characters. And while there are these kind of reveals, they're not the point. Evan Peters spends mm-hmm. an entire episode and it's still more about, you know, actually hanging around. And we're not sitting there waiting for him to say, you know, that he's a mutant or we're not waiting for that next reveal. It's we're dwelling on what his presence reflects on Wanda's mental state. Right. And the idea of the bad guy, like, you know, yeah, we might have, there might be another comic character that is somehow pulling the strings and, and maybe, maybe that is, or maybe it isn't, but whatever happens, this is still a show about, you know, a character processing their grief. Right. And going through delusions, who just happens to be very powerful, and like all of it can be true at the same time. <laughs> and I just, I think, I, I think part of what I'm enjoying about Wandavision is that it's not so much, I, I, you know, I think it's a good TV show, but I think I'm more impressed with it that it's pulling all of that off in the confines of the MCU. Right. Right. Like it, and and. and in, and, and having to appease an audience that has been 
used that is used to being spoon fed something very different. So the mm-hmm. fact that it's maintaining that balance, like we're still getting, you know, the 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 reveals, the tidbits, the Easter eggs, the things that kind of drive you, but it's it's still also kind of being true to to I think the core of what it's trying to accomplish. And and we won't know. Maybe in the next couple of weeks, you know, I'll be proven completely wrong, and this is just going to be you know some fluff leading into Doctor Strange. But <laughs> you know, I'm I'm hopeful. <laughs> is that, that it, is that where it's going? Uh, she, Wanda's supposed to show up in the next Doctor Strange. Okay, so um, this is like a multiverse thing. Because of Pietro? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't well, and then so the other thing that they're speculating, because they keep, they've been teasing that, uh, what's her name? Uh, that Monica Rambo. Catherine Hahn? Well, no, that Monica Rambo no, no. has, oh, gosh, she keeps saying awesome. like her aerospace engineer friend is going to show up. Right. Um, and so and she's mentioned it a couple of times. And so everyone, and that was the other thing coming out of this episode, everyone's speculating on who that's going to be. Is it going to be Reed Richards? Are they bringing the Fantastic Four in? Is it oh, going yeah, to be, was a wish. is it going to be Beast that, from the X-Men? Is it more mutants? Is it, you know, who is it? And, right. And I'm like, can we not focus on the fact that she just widened the walls of, and should we already know, like all the things that are going on with Wanda. It's like, well, Vision almost died. Mm-hmm. And we know that her power doesn't extend to the edge of her hex already. And she just made it even bigger. So what are the damages that are going to happen to all the new people that have been absorbed? And, you know, right? like there's so much to talk about. Everyone's just like, is Reed Richards coming next week? <laughs> I just want to be like, God damn it, focus on the episode you're watching. But Tori, is he? I don't know. <laughs> well, that's the that's thing that's, I feel actually kind of um, lucky that I'm I'm kind of like an, an intermediate level fan in that like I don't, I mean, there are some movies I haven't seen. And so like there's, and the, I don't know the comics particularly well, so it's, like, like I feel like I'm just enjoying it as a TV show, and yeah. like, like when, um, like when Evan Peters showed up, I, I didn't really like I, I'd never seen Age of Apocalypse, so I didn't know, like I was like, oh okay, it's Quicksilver, but I didn't know why him being Quicksilver was like a thing, um, but, um, well, yeah, I, don't know. I mean, I can't side with you on that. Come on, that was huge. That was Fox. That was the first Fox character that showed up. Right, but I, I'm saying, no, I'm not saying it wasn't big. I'm saying I didn't know that that was a Fox character. Like, yeah. I was just like, oh, that's weird. Yeah. Um, I, I found out, like, I, I looked it up and found out afterwards. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, but I think it's also people, but again, it's it's that everything should have a meaning. So because he has shown up, what does that mean? Why haven't they told right. us? Why haven't they told us if she's the bad guy? Why haven't they right. told us, you know, and it's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, it took, for, you know, and I just look back at, you know, at those expectations I don't think would happen on any other show. Mm-hmm. And so is it just because we're, you know, is it the awkwardness of this being a Marvel TV show? And so people are holding it to the standards of Marvel movies and then getting upset because it's a TV show and it's like, well, yeah. Duh. Like, that's how TV works. Right. <laughs> like, well, I, I guess part of it, too, is, and this is a half-formed thought, so it may fizzle out in 15 seconds, but um, the uh, d- because this show 
launches with a mystery, right? Like at yeah. the very beginning, it's like, oh, well, this is weird. Things are not as they should be. So it's it's kind of like pairing that like MCU fandom expectation of like, oh, there are going to be answers and things to tie into future things. But also the point of the show is largely, I mean, outside of like the 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 episodic, you know, TV homage and all that stuff, which is fun, and I love all that part. Yeah. Um, but, like, the point of the show is um, to answer these questions of, like, what's going on, basically. Yeah. Um, so it, I don't know, it, it feels like maybe that is loading it up into, like, it has to have this answer, it has to have this big finale, and everyone's just, like, you know, excited for it or anticipating it or or worried, maybe, that it won't turn out yeah. however they are hoping. But I think it's also that they're framing it in the the traditional sort of... The Marvel movies have been... They are superhero movies. There's There are heroes and there are villains. And sometimes mm-hmm. the you're dealing with two sets of heroes who are fighting against each other, but you always kind of know who the larger threat is. Right. But I think there's this... Uh, because right now it's... You know, is, well, is Wanda the villain? It's like, well, that's not really the question, because <laughs> like you, you know, it. There, I think the show is hinting at something, and you know, and maybe it's like she can be the cause of the problems, and that doesn't make her a bad guy, right? You know, and I think that it's it's so funny how how there's an inability sometimes for people to to accept that the comic book show is framing something that way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and maybe they will reveal, like, a bigger villain. There's always a bigger threat. But I think um, that isn't something that Marvel has done often. Um, and, I, and I look back at, like, you know, even something like Jessica Jones, where you, you, they tried to blur the, the hero-villain narrative, where it's like she wasn't really a, a hero. She didn't want right. to be a hero. She was rejecting it. Um, and Kilgrave, at least in the, you know, the first season of it, Kilgrave, I mean, he was obviously a villain, but he, he wasn't you know, plotting mass destruction. He, he didn't have, he had a lot of power. He didn't have a lot of goals. Right. All he wanted was her. And so it made an interesting dynamic where it's like the, as powerful as the two characters were, the scope of the story remained very narrow right. for most of it. You know, he, he wasn't a villain on this grand scale. He just wanted his favorite toy back. Right. You know, and I thought that was interesting. And so, but you still, but even then it still kind of fell into a hero villain thing. And it's like, you know, WandaVision in some ways, I I think is that next step further where it's like, you know, she has a whole lot of power and she is, you know, a complicated human being. And, and what mm-hmm. happens when, like, when life doesn't work out the way you want it to. Right. Um, I don't know. You know, and I, you know, but I do, and, you know, there are certainly enough, Easter eggs and Marvel connections throughout to keep people interested. Uh, obviously, like you know, Jimmy Woo is there. That's right. That's all the. That's all we need. <laughs> uh, also, Reed Richards might be showing up next week. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear? Did you hear? Hey guys, uh, what if it's not John him, Krasinski is apparently going to play him. <sighs> Thanks, Dustin. Did Thank you just, you did you just Google that? <laughs> Ruining no, no, Tori. I, Tori had like a lovely, nuanced discussion <laughs> or take on on how WandaVision is exploring, you know, grief and and uh, and, and you're like, 
Reed Richards. It's going to be Jim from it's the office. Be, that's right. That's right. <laughs> but, you know, like, I, I, my point here isn't even what's happening on WandaVision. My point is Twitter is awful. <laughs> And we just need to stop getting upset. Mm-hmm. And we need to just watch the TV show <laughs> that comes out every week. Right. It's like you stay off Twitter until the show, until you get a chance to watch the show because you don't want it spoiled. And then after you've watched the show, you should continue to stay off Twitter. <laughs> and like maybe, maybe we just don't go on Twitter. <laughs> maybe just stay off Twitter. Right. At, like Forever. Uh, forever. Yeah. Uh, yes. Clearly, no good sh- can come of it. <laughs> right. So, um, I, hmm, th- this is interesting uh, because <laughs> googling John Krasinski. No, 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 no. I'm just so. Um, I don't know why this occurred to me, but we've seen all those of us who've seen the MCU movies could probably identify the director of all of them. But do you know who is the creator of WandaVision? Jack Schaefer. Like. You know that person. Yeah, I, mean, I was following the development of the show. Oh. Well, I've seen Timer, and I love Timer, but then she's... And she's apparently written the Black Widow movie, but other yeah. than that, she's kind of like nothing. She hasn't been anywhere. She wrote a short for Frozen. Yeah, I mean, it was... I think it was... I'm trying to... I feel like she got the Black Widow... She must have gotten the Black Widow deal before WandaVision. Um, Probably, Yeah. But how, I wonder. Because literally she had timer and that was it. And that was like uh, 11 years ago. I mean, hopefully she had a really good, good movie. But she probably had a really good pitch. But I also think that was, you know. Yeah, she hopefully had a really good pitch. I would imagine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she, you know, and so it's like Black Widow got pushed so much. Uh, but I'm more hopeful for it. Like I was not excited for Black Widow at all, and I'm more, I'm more interested in it now, having seen Wandavision. Oh, I was always interested because of Florence, mostly because of I of the Scrubs podcast. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. Well, whatever. Yeah, I I don't know. I was I just found it sort of anticlimactic. Like I. It, Black Widow. Like I know they're setting up a new Black Widow, and they're you know yeah, yeah. filling in a chapter in her backstory. But there is something about like I've already had to process the fact that this character died when it should have been Hawkeye. Like, don't rub salt in the wound. <laughs> <laughs> like, make me watch a whole other movie where I'm just going to be like, you're going to die. <laughs> so briefly, uh, having seen what you've seen now, do you still think that this is this is only a one season show? Yes. I think so. I mean, it doesn't mean that they won't do more Wanda show, but I don't know that, like, the mystery of this is kind of, I feel like once it's resolved, I mean. Like, Vision, Vision is dead. You can't do <laughs> Wanda Vision. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It feels like the, this world of her, you know, of her building this, this world and this TV show fiction, yeah. um, Will not. Will stop. Yeah. Because it's like you're, you're well, it's building. Important you're, to it's me. Your character has a delusion, and the re- whatever the result, whatever the you know conclusion to this is, she will come out of that delusion. <laughs> Therefore, no more sitcoms. Um, Tori, from your knowledge of the comics, is Catherine Hahn's character going to somehow continue on? 
Uh, well, so that's the thing. They haven't confirmed if she is the character that everyone thinks she is. So oh, if she is, but then she she's could. She's quite possibly a bigger character in the yes. universe. If oh, Agnes good. is Ag- Agatha Harkness, Harker? Harkness um, then she, yeah, she's like a, a fairly big deal magical person. Like she's a side character, but somebody who would pop up uh, mm-hmm. quite a bit. Um, well, that makes me happy. Yeah. I hope she does. I hope they, like, they, they did a good job with the casting. I hope, more, I hope these people stick around. Except for the Haywood guy. He sucks. Is I cannot, that the boss guy? Yeah. I can't wait yeah. for Monica to take his job. <laughs> like, I'm really excited about that. I was trying to r- figure out where I recognized him from. And it was, um, he was on uh, Studio 60 in oh, yeah, a couple episodes mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. Uh, the guy who was dating, um, <gasps> uh, what's her name, instead of Matthew Perry. Sarah um, Paulson? Sarah Paulson, yes. Um. He like comes in and then like he's like a big shot film director and he's like he's like we I want to cast you in my movie uh and don't worry we'll get you back to uh to uh, your little sketch show on time and then he starts holding her over late just to mess with uh Matthew Perry and then uh Sarah Paulson says like oh we already got it like print those take print like takes 8 and 11 and 14 we got it and then she like walks off set and it's a very powerful moment for her Ooh. and then the show was canceled like <laughs> eight episodes later it was gonna get good too was it it had it had well the one thing everybody that, hates Sorkin except me supposedly <laughs> no supposedly they he crammed in like a, a bunch like things that he wanted to do in like later seasons at the very end like if, if the ending feels very rushed in part because he crammed in, like the Amanda Peet, uh, Bradley Whitford thing was probably not going to be all in season one. Um, but he, he accelerated just... his timeline because he was just like, oh, well, the show's going to be canceled. So. so was it canceled because of it was, you know, the show that it was? Or was it canceled because, like, they launched Studio 60 and 30 Rock? And it was like we're gonna give you both a season, but we can we're, we can, can really only keep one show about a sketch they, show. I think it was canceled because it was very expensive, and it and did not rings. do particularly well. No, gotcha. Yeah. They, were they on the same network? Yeah, they're yeah. both NBC, oh. and they launched the same year. It was very because oh. that was the thing. Like as a viewer, it felt very NBC up its own butt. So I kind of thought like they they greenlit both of them. They both were ready, and they were like, "All right, you know, it's gonna we're gonna Thunderdome it. We'll give you each a season, right?" And then, but like we're not keeping two not SNL SNL shows, right? Because uh, that would be absurd. Like that's just entirely too egotistical. So then, and I'm sure if it if they had both been hits, then they would have they would have kept both. But yeah, yeah, from from the, I mean, I don't know anything about what happened, but like it sure seems like that show probably was very over budget and went very long and yeah. uh, was expensive. I mean, it looks expensive, you know, like mm-hmm. the, some of the shots they do are insane. And like, it's, it's very impressive. And it's like, I, I can't believe you're pulling off these shots for a show. That's a behind the scenes at a sketch show show. Yeah. Like, um, you kind of forgot that it was about a sketch show. 
Right. <laughs> it was so dramatic. Yeah, it's very dark and moody yeah. in like in kind of a fun way and um and you know and the, I like the cast and but you know, I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's about as good a place as any to end. Yeah. Studio 60 uh <laughs> went for one season 14 <laughs> years ago. So yeah. 14 years? Oh my god. It was no, 06 that can't to be right. 07, I believe, or 05 Holy to 06 something like that. Shit been a while so are we gonna spoil uh, it for everyone yes no should they watch it is it too late should they... so 60 yeah the pilot uh, is so good should... the pilot is very good so good um there are a couple episodes in there that are really good um i mean if you like sorkin then you might as well um, i do i do i do that's me i think <laughs> it's I, yeah. I i will say this i like it better than the newsroom um I, so, I, I, I like the newsroom too. Like it. Like love, uh, love the newsroom. Right over very here. hit or miss for me. Um, Wait, does Sorkin only write about? Does he only make TV shows about TV shows? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. No. Well, except for the West Wing. West Wing. Yeah, yeah, but it was very focused on on press conferences. That's right. <laughs> It's not what? Only about oh, well, CJ Craig, sure. Yeah. She, she is a major she's the character. Only, she's the main character. Yeah, she's the Aaron only character. Aaron Sorkin was not made for the uh, Twitter era. No. But it's like, I'm going to do a show about a sports show. I'm going to do a show about <laughs> oh a sketch I, show. I'm going to do a show about a show. <laughs> I would rank Studio 60 as third out of his four TV shows. Sports Night is number one? Obviously. Sports Night is no, number one. Yes. West yeah. Wing. West Wing is number two. Yeah, and then, and so you're not ranking that. Newsroom under Studio Newsroom 60. is is last for me. Wow. Have you seen Sports Night, Tori? Yes, I yeah. like Sports Night, Sports but Night I like fantastic. Robert Guillaume, so that's oh mm-hmm. god. I literally so like I like the rest of the show, but the rest of the show is negligible. Yeah, God, that show is so good. Uh, watch it. So watch <laughs> it if you like Sorkin. Um, that's my review. Uh, or just and, and watch Sports Night if you don't like Sorkin but like good television. <laughs> anyway, that's the show. Uh, we'll be back next week, probably. I think. Can't think unless, of why we wouldn't be. Unless you have an unexpected. Yeah. That seems unlikely, but yes, you unless something, unless reasons come up for one of us. Or or any of us, uh, it doesn't have to be <gasps> me. Um, that's what if we okay? What if we just take next week off so that we have seventy five episodes of season one of the podcast? <laughs> one episode is season two, <laughs> and then in two weeks we start season three, and we just don't mention it. <laughs> um, I'm will, not saying we, we we won't do that. It might happen. Who knows? We'll we'll have to see. But. Let's see. Um, anyway, we'll be back next week. Uh, Tori and Dustin, thank you as always, and have a good night. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Free Britney. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's singing. <laughs> we still haven't played the rabbit hole game. <laughs>